Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, it is a bonus episode day, and we are talking about the pre-exilic prophets. And you might be thinking, Emma, we're, we're not reading the prophets in this year's reading plan. I don't see that on the calendar. You're right. However, the Bible is made up of a bunch of smaller stories that point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. And the prophets are a part of that story. So if we were reading the whole Old Testament, the Old Testament in its entirety, if it were to be a part of our plan around this time throughout the Kings, we would start mixing in the pre-exilic prophets. And here today with us to talk about the pre-exilic prophets is Mr. Ethan Howard. Hello, glad to be here. Glad to have you here, Ethan. What's uh, what's keeping you busy these days? Oh, you know, just Monday nights is usually gonna be my biggest thing. I All serve right. on staff with the Regen team. And that is something that we just love to do on Monday nights. For those who don't know what Regent is, yeah. what, what is Regent? Yeah. Uh, so I would pretty much say that most people are going to hear it and think it's recovery ministry, which very much has a recovery application. Hmm. I think we very much see it in just a, another stage of discipleship for a lot of people and understanding the incredible ways God's grace covers everything, Sweet. our sufferings and our sins. And Regent meets Monday nights at Watermark Dallas, but also all over the country. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Join the Journey listener and you're not in Dallas, this is one of the few in-person gatherings that could potentially be open to you in your state. So we will put that link in the episode description. Any other thoughts on Region? Or are you ready to dive in? I think I'm ready to dive in, but okay. Region's awesome. It's awesome. Check out the link. We'd love to see you there. But today, that's Monday nights. Today, we are talking about the pre-exilic prophets. And I'm going to ask you, Ethan, what are they? Like, what you, are the pre-exilic You open prophets? up the table of contents. You see a list of all these books. There's Which ones books. are pre-exilic prophets? There are 17 prophets, and you look in the Old Testament. Pre-exilic, there are 12 of them. So, you know, with a little podcast, we're going to go through all 12 right now. So buckle up. <laughs> nice. In 10 I'm, minutes. I'm, yeah, I'm joking on that one. We will not have time for that. But the fun thing is, is that the pre-exilic prophets kind of already gives you an idea of what they are. Pre being before mm-hmm. exilic exile. So if you look at the timeline of Israel, those are going to be the prophets that are prophesying before the exile of Israel. So if you open up your table of contents, You can pretty much see that it's split up once you get to the prophets, the five major prophets, which are just the larger prophecies, and then the remaining, what is that, 12? Yeah, 12. Yeah, Yeah. be 12 minor prophets. And so if you look at Isaiah through Lamentations and Hosea through Zephaniah, those are the 12 pre-exilic prophets. And so the uh, exile actually takes place in two different forms with the nation of Israel and the nation of Judah. Uh, the first one for Israel it takes place in 722 BC. Judah takes place in 586 BC. So I would say probably the most important thing in just diving into any one of these 12 is understanding first that it is a pre-exilic prophet. Mm. You need to understand the context. And another aspect of it is who exactly are these prophecies written to? And so let's start with context. Uh, yeah. So what does it mean for something to be pre-exilic? Why is the context significant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The context is really significant because it's pretty much the prophets coming in to these different nations, Israel, uh, Judah, Assyria. There you go, your Edom. audiences. Yep. Those are, those are a few of them. Uh, pretty much just saying to repent of your sins. God is calling you to so much more. You are just going your own route God wants you to turn away from this. But God is also a just God, and he's going to bring about justice. 
but we need to listen to him, right? Sure. Otherwise, destruction is going to come because he's pretty much letting us do our own thing, mm-hmm. and our own thing always leads to destruction. Mm-hmm. We can't, we cannot do that on our own. And so it's kind of God's way through those pre-exilic prophets to say, turn away from your sins, turn towards God, follow me. And so that's one of the very first big aspects to be able to understand how to just even dive into these prophets. Totally. And if you're listening to this and you've got your Join the Journey journal, in the beginning of that book, there's a Bible timeline overviewing the stages of the Old Testament. So you've got the creation, the patriarchs, that's Genesis, Exodus, wandering, numbers, uh, conquest, judges, kingdom. So we are reading the kings right Mm -hmm. now. The next stage is exile when the Israelites are kicked out of their homes. So these are the books that would fall, the prophets that would come during the kingdom period right before the exile. Mm-hmm. And something you'll see in these in these prophets is it does not come out of nowhere. This no. exile does not come out of nowhere. Actually comes for hundreds of years before the kingdom was actually even officially established in Deuteronomy. Oh, yeah. Deuteronomy, they start early. God is like, hey, you need to follow me. And if you don't, this is what is going to result Excellent. And we see over and over and over again, Yeah, Israel does not listen. I, I like to think about it. Um, a, a lot of times people can read the Old Testament and they see this, this God who seems harsh. They, mm-hmm. It seems like God sends all this judgment. He's disciplining his people. He's so harsh. These are extreme consequences. When in reality, God is like any good father, but he's much more patient. So you think about a parent with their child who's being disobedient. Maybe it's time to go, um, time to leave a friend's house and mom or dad's like, hey, come put your shoes on. It's time to go. Come put your shoes on. It's time to go. We got to get ready. We got to go over to grandma's or wherever they're trying to go. And the kid's being disobedient. The parent might count. One, you know this count. Two. Two. Yeah, don't make me get to three, two and a half. Because what happens when you get to three? You get a consequence. Discipline of some kind. Yeah, discipline of some kind. And by sending these prophets, God in essence is counting. He's saying, hey, make the right choice. Make the right choice. Make the right choice. And as we'll find out, they don't make the right choice. But the prophets are reading the warnings. Yeah. And this is also coming from God who knows exactly what is for his children's best. Yeah. It's not just some parent that's like... I'm just trying to get you to do what I want to do because you're being annoying to me. Sure. Like God wants us to flourish. He wants us to flourish and he wants us to follow him because that's what we are made to do is to worship him. And so he's he's pretty much just using these these servants of his to call his people totally. back to him so that they can be a blessing to all these other nations. But just through the years and years, we see that is just not happening. And so another yeah, go for aspect. Uh, so a lot of people look at prophecies and think that it's about the future. When in reality, that's only about 10% of the prophecies. Wow. And so that's actually the uh, foretelling of what's to come. That's the 10%. While about 90% of the prophecies are what is foretelling. Foretelling of what is true of God's word and what it looks like to live in obedience to him. And so that's kind of the way that the, the prophets are coming in to say like, this is how God has us follow him. This is the truth of his word revealed in modern times. And so that's kind of the a very big aspect of what the prophets, the prophets are. Uh, Ethan, any other, give me another helpful pointer. Yeah, I think another one that we just need to look back on within the history of Israel are the three main covenants, the Abrahamic covenant, right. Mosaic covenant, the Vedic mm-hmm. covenant. It's still just God's way that he continues to reveal himself of this is what it looks like to follow me. And this is the flourishing that I promise comes with following Way back me. in Abraham's day. Mm-hmm. Way back in Abraham's day. And the call that I have for you to be a blessing to all the other nations and what it means to be a kingdom of priests that he promised to Mo- Moses. 
and that he was going to bring about this future king through the Davidic line. And But we continue to see that Israel is not living up to that. Right. And so that's another key aspect of this. If God is making it clear of what he is calling his people to, he's being kind. It's not like they are having to figure it out on his own. And so that's another aspect we can look in to see what this judgment and how it is actually just too. And so another big aspect of just looking at these prophets are just, I would want to point to two big passages yeah, that are really, the, really— the big hitters. Yeah, the big hitters, you could say. Uh, the first one is going to be in the first prophet, and that's the book of Isaiah, specifically chapter 53, talks about the suffering servant. And this is probably one of the biggest prophecies to show the work that Jesus did and took on our behalf to be our substitute. And another big one that, that Jesus came to fulfill in the— um, as his blood was shed, was what he is called bringing about the new covenant, which is prophesied in Jeremiah 31. And there's a whole bunch of different aspects of that, just how God is going to write his law in our hearts. We are going to know him. And so that's another really big one that you can look out for as you're reading through the pre-exilic prophets. I love it, Ethan. Those are great. I mean, especially because they emphasize the new covenant as well. They're hopeful. Uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah, I think a really big aspect of just the prophets in general, pre-exilic, yes, but the prophets in general is that it is revealing God's character. It's showing who God is, and it's also showing the character of mankind and what it looks like and how we are just so depraved and utterly unable to do anything apart from him that is good. So I think something that is just really helpful to look at as we are reading these is actually taking a look back at Exodus 34, when Moses had called out to God, I want to see you, I want to know you. And God kind of gives him an idea of what, who is the character of God? What is the character of God? And so if anyone has their Bibles right now, I would just invite you to look at Exodus 34, verses five through seven, and says, the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there, and proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on the children's children to the third and fourth generation. So that last big point is just saying that this is a God who is just, which is honestly really comforting to know that evil is not just gonna be able to kind of just go by the wayside and sure. we can just let evil go unpunished. Evil deserves to be punished. And God is just, and he's going to bring about that because he stays true to his character, while at the same time being slow to anger and abundant in steadfast love and faithfulness. It's great, Ethan. Thank you for sharing and for being with us this morning. I appreciate your diligent study. We'll have to have you back much sooner uh, we'll this, do it. this go around. So thank you for being here. Absolutely. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.